Gospel Message. The reading for this week's Gospel Message is taken from Jeremiah chapter 29, reading from verses 4 through 14. Jeremiah 29 from 4 to 14, and it reads, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Build ye houses, and dwell in them, and plant gardens, and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives, and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, that ye may be increased there, and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city, whither I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams which ye cause to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name, I have not sent them, saith the Lord. For thus saith the Lord, that after seventy years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you, causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me, and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations, and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. So when I read this passage again last week, I found myself seeing it in a way that I had never seen it before. That 29 verse 11, it's very popular. I mean, it's probably one of the most popular Old Testament passages um, that you will ever hear people quoting and affirming onto themselves with regards to the Lord and his promises. And that's the verse that says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And that's the verse I went searching for when I now reread this entire chapter. And I'm going to title this chap this this gospel message today bloom where you are planted bloom where you are planted because i just find it phenomenal that the lord was telling the israelites now he's telling them this place where i have caused you to be taken into captivity so think about that here they were the israelites being enslaved pretty much in babylon and 
They knew because the Lord made it abundantly clear to them that this was really a punishment for their years and years and years of rebellion against him. But even there, even while they were quote unquote serving out their punishment, God told them, I will still bless you in that place. So he said, while you're there, don't go there and, and wail and lament and, and cry. He wanted them to be remorseful. He wanted them to return to him. But he told them, he said, while you are in that place where I have caused you to be carried away as captives, while you're there, build houses, marry eat the fruit of eat the fruit of the of the gardens that you plant plant gardens eat the fruit of them take wives take husbands have children let your children take spouses let them have children and he said in verse 7 he said seek the peace of the city whither i have caused you to be carried away captives and pray unto the lord for it for in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. So dwell in peace while you're there. I understand you're captives, but while you're there, pray for peace, dwell in peace, live in peace. You know, so God was telling them to allow themselves to flourish while they were there. While you're there, still be prosperous to the extent that you can be prosperous. And why, why I titled this Bloom Where You're Planted? Because in this world where we live, even as believers, even as people, children, vessels of the Most High God who are walking in His will, walking after His Spirit, we have no direct control over where the Spirit of the Lord is going to lead us. We have no control a lot of time over our circumstances. We only have control of ourselves in what we do and what we say. And that's if we hold on to the Holy Spirit. Because if we lose track of the Holy Spirit, other spirits can take control of us. But while we are in the Spirit of the Most High God, we will have control of ourselves to remain, to, to, to will ourselves to remain in that Spirit. But our external circumstances, we don't always have control of. We don't have control of the weather. We don't have control of the economy. We don't have control of the presidential elections, who's going to become president or what chaos is going to follow it. We have no control over these things. We have no control over pandemics like COVID-19 and, and any other pandemic that may still come in the future or the ones that have come in the past. We have no control of these external circumstances. We may have a job today and God forbid something can happen or, or anything can happen. We have no control. But what God was telling the Israelites, who now didn't really have control over them being led into captivity, he was telling them, okay, while you are there, while you are there, I want you to flourish. I want you to live your lives towards flourishing. So even though we might find ourselves in predicaments that are not ideal, in predicaments that might not be our first choice, second choice, or third choice, but while we are here, praying for the Lord to take us out, but while we are here, we have to bloom 
in this place where we are planted. We still have to do good. We still have to walk after the spirit. We still have to seek peace. We still have to walk and work towards peace. We have to make sure we are not being idle. We have to work. Whatever work comes our way to do with our hands, let us work so that we may be productive, so that we might provide for our families. We have to bloom where we are planted. If you are unable to physically go to church, worship in your house, praise God in your house, praise God in your living room, praise God in your, in your bedroom. Just because we cannot physically go to the, to the, to the house of the Lord, to the physical house of the Lord, does not mean we cannot bring the house of the Lord into our own dwelling. Bloom where you are planted. In situations that are hard, what is our attitude? Are we grumbling? Are we murmuring? Are we angry? Are we frustrated? Are we now taking out our frustrations on the people around us? Are we blooming in those circumstances? Because if we are walking after his spirit, if we are walking in the spirit of the Lord, as he was telling the Israelites here, you know, do, do, do these things that make for prosperity. Work in these ways. Walk in these ways that make for a productive environment. You know, Till the land, make the land flourish, make the best of whatever situation you find yourself in. Live to the fullest, not as the heathens live, not that YOLO nonsense where people have no regard for God. Live in Christ to the fullest, to the fullness of what he has given us the ability and the opportunity to do. Are we blooming where we are planted? Or are we withering because the conditions are not ideal? Because this is not the way we wanted it or because it's not the way we prayed for it. Are we withering? Are we crumbling? Are we producing thorns and thistles so that anyone that comes near us gets pricked or, or sees how unpleasant we are? How is our attitude? Are we loving? Are we, are we walking in the ways of the Lord? Are we, are we exhibiting the fruit of the spirit? Is there love? Is there joy? Are we exhibiting peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness? Are we exhibiting gentleness? Are we walking in the way of the Lord even in conditions that are not ideal according to us? Because it's not about it being ideal according to us. It's about it being ideal according to God. Because even when seeds are sown, depending on the type of seed or the type of fruit that's supposed to come out of that seed, it's not every the soil is not always worked the same way. The care is not always the same. The cactus does not require the constant watering that a daisy required. If you overwater a cactus, it's going to die. If you underwater a daisy, it's going to die. So knowing the right amount of water, the right amount of sunlight. There are some plants that are low light. They flourish under low light conditions. There are some plants that are full sun. There are some plants that are partial sun. So knowing the right care for that type of plant, it's what's going to make that plant flourish to its capacity. So if the Lord has deemed it fit, for us to be in low light conditions, then we are supposed to bloom in those low light conditions where we are planted. If the Lord has deemed it fit for us to be to be planted in drought conditions, then we are to bloom as a plant would bloom in those drought conditions. We cannot demand 
too much water in an area where we are supposed to thrive in drought conditions. It is not the external things that makes us flourish. It is the spirit and life of Christ within us that makes us flourish. Seeking God, seeking to walk in him, seeking to, 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 to dwell in him, seeking to obey his word at every turn, regardless of the circumstances that we might find ourselves. Because we have to trust. If we are walking in him, if we are being faithful, if we are being obedient, if we are walking as sons, co-heirs with Christ, then we will receive everything that comes our way from the hand of God, knowing that there is no condition that we can find ourselves in that he did not know that we were going to be there or that he did not allow us to be there. Now, it's one thing if our condition is as a result of our waywardness or a result of our iniquity and our transgression and our walking down the wrong path that we cannot call, say, that one is God because that one is, a, it might be very well be the repercussion from God. But even there, the same way God said to the Israelites in their captivity, he said in that verse 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Even though you have rebelled against me, even though you have been unfaithful children, I know the thoughts. I, God, who is love, God, who is mercy, God, who is long-suffering, God, who is compassion. I know the thoughts that I have towards you, my children. You are in a bad place now, but I'm firmly believing that you, because I have, I have giving you of myself. I have given you my son. I have given you my spirit. So I firmly believe that you will come back. You will turn from your waywardness and seek me. He says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Our God does not rejoice in the death of a sinner. He wants all sinners to come back to him, to turn around and seek him and go after him. These are the thoughts that he has towards us. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, not to punish us, not to deal with us according to his wrath, not to let his anger be upon us forever, but thoughts of peace and an expected end, an end where we are walking as co-heirs of Christ or co-heirs with Christ. And this is what he's saying. Then shall ye call upon me, ye shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. Our Lord is telling us that when we come seeking him, when we come back in repentance, when we turn towards him, he will hearken unto us. In that area, in that place where we find ourselves, if it is just the, 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 the providence of God that brings us there, he still wants us to seek him in the midst of those unpleasant circumstances, in the midst of those unsatisfactory circumstances. He still wants us to seek him, to pray unto him, to call upon him. And he said, he will hearken unto us and ye shall seek me and find me when ye search for me with all your heart. That is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And ye shall seek me and find me. But what is the caveat? When ye search for me with all your heart. Verse 14, and I will be found of you saith the Lord, I will turn away your captivity. He said he will turn away and gather us from all the nations. So wherever we are, as long as we keep ourselves entrenched 
in the pursuit of God, entrenched in the pursuit of Christ, entrenched in following the lead of the Holy Spirit. Our God is telling us that he will hearken unto our prayers. He will not leave us, nor will he forsake us. But in the meantime, while we are where we are, in that desert, in that waterlogged soil, wherever we find ourselves in, by either by way of our transgression or simply by God's divine will, we need to bloom where we're planted. We need to turn our ways around and flourish and seek God and, 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 and have the right attitude and make sure our faces are ever turned up towards him so that we can commune with him and we can receive from him. And even in those hard times, even especially in those hard times, let us never cease from seeking the most high God because it is only in seeking God that we can bloom. It is only in seeking God that we can flourish no matter what our circumstances look like to the naked eye because it is the will of God if we are walking in his will that every place we find ourselves, he is there with us. He is there in our midst to teach us, to guide us and to give us whatever condition that is necessary to produce whatever fruit he needs to produce in us at that time. And more than anything, he always wants us to produce the fruit of repentance, meaning acknowledging the error of our ways and turning back to him and the fruit of the spirit, the most important fruits that God wants from us, the fruit of repentance and which leads to the fruit of the spirit. Because if we are walking after his spirit, then without a doubt, we will definitely yield the fruit of the spirit. So let us, brothers and sisters, bloom where we are planted and seek the Lord in all things, in all ways, at all times. Seek him, not for what he can give to us, but for what he can make us. And as he's making us, he will supply all our needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, 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 in Jesus' name.